Hey y'all, it's Angela here. I'm super pumped about this episode coming up. I just wanted to make one correction. My dear friend Allison talked about an organization really important to her and she misspoke and said it was called Operation Smile. We just wanted to let you know that the name of the organization is Operation Gratitude and it is in the show notes. So check out AngelaWagnerCoaching.com slash podcast and check out episode 25. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Allison Foley. And together we're here as your host for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, we will discuss two of my favorite topics, friendship and kindness. I am thrilled to introduce my very special guest, my oldest and dearest friend, Miss Allison Foley. She's here to discuss her 40 acts of kindness before 40, and she may just reveal some embarrassing middle school moments. This could get fun, folks. All right. Welcome, Allison. Thanks so much. I'm a longtime listener, first-time caller, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I also should have introduced you as our biggest fan. (laughs) I mean, I am. I have to admit, I'm the biggest fan of this podcast and of uh, Angela Wagner in general. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. So I usually will get a text Wednesday about 30 to 60 minutes after we launch. And if there's anything like funky with the editing, she'll text me. He'll text me and I'll say, oh, man, we got to change it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's just the first time I know actual the people that are making the podcast I'm listening to. So I figure if there's a technical issue, I can let you know. I know. I'm <laughs> glad to know we're not the only ones that have technical issues. Oh, no, not at all. No, oh, that's good. Yeah. So Allison and I met when we were in seventh grade, which was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, we're too long. <laughs> I know it's kind of this year's crazy. So Allison just turned 40 and I'll be 40 in August as we've talked about. And so it's kind of a big year for us and our whole group of friends. And I don't know, it just kind of makes you like, I'm not real big into like, I don't get negative about birthdays or anything. But the 40 thing, I'm, I'm like, hmm, I've always had this like image as a kid, like what 40 was. And I'm just oh, yeah. <laughs> No, I remember when my parents turned 40. So yeah, it seemed it was so long ago, but it really wasn't. (laughs) I know, I know. So Allison lives in DC. She's an attorney and her practice is in e-discovery, both in litigation and government regulatory practice. And you can tell me what that means. (laughs) In short terms, I read people's emails for a living. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I do. Um, It's basically so electronic discovery. So when you're in a large litigation matter or investigation, you go through people's email inboxes and electronic and paper documents and read them to determine if they are relevant and whether you want to produce them. Nothing very exciting, but I get to read people's emails. So is it like (laughs) emails that people know you're reading? (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe not if the person knows their documents are being collected for an investigation. But most of the time, it's the company will say, okay, collect these employees emails to determine what's relevant. 
And it's mostly employees that are working on a particular product that the government is investigating or that's subject to some sort of litigation. So mm. so just a tip, don't use your work email for personal business. <laughs> that, I know, I was just thinking that. I, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. You guys, that's the uh, take home today. <laughs> it, exactly. I was on a project once where I read my uncle's emails because it was his company that was there. He wasn't doing anything wrong, but it was just kind of funny that it's like, oh, well, there's my uncle. So he and I have had long discussions about what can and cannot be part of the discovery process. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> okay. So, we already said that you're our biggest and probably first podcast fan. So, thank you for that. And Nicole's off today. So, we are sending awesome love to her and her family on Memorial Day weekend. We met at Medfield Middle School. And here it is, folks, in 1989. <laughs> I know. I was texting you the other day. I was like, wait, how many years is that? <laughs> I know. And I had to go back and figure out like when, when exactly the beginning of seventh grade was. But yeah, crazy times. I know. And I was going through all the things. So like one of the first memories I have is like our love for new kids on the block. I mean, they're still around, but it's like, no, they were different when we were in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I'll, yeah, you weren't really listening to the musicality of it all back then. <laughs> yeah, the amazing musicality. <laughs> yeah. And then when I realized, I'm like, oh, they're just singing in octaves. They're not really harmonizing. Yeah, it was that was later. That was later. But we loved them at the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. So did everyone else. Yes. It, we were cool. I swear we were cool. <laughs> sort of. But we also played field hockey together, which was a lot of really fun memories. Supported each other through diabetes diagnosis, mm -hmm. breakups, yoga business, changing career, family loss, kids, 28 years of friendship. So I just want to thank you for being such an awesome friend. Oh, I'm glad we're still friends. I know. After it, it, all this time. It's so cool <laughs> to see someone go through their life. You know, like you just, you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know. It's really neat. My parents have friends that they've had for just as long, and they're obviously older than us. And I just think it's so precious. I love looking up definitions because I don't know. I just think it's cool. So I looked up the definition of friend, which is a person attached to another by feelings of affection or personal regard. I thought that was sweet. And since we're going to talk about the 40 acts of kindness, I looked up the word kind. And the definition is a good or benevolent nature or disposition. So lots of feel goods today. It's true. We're trying to send some good vibes out into the world. I know. So we're going to start with sucky moment of the week. So we have a sucky okay. scale. Here's our sucky scale. One being kind of sucky. Five being super sucky. One. <sighs> two. Three. Seriously? Four. Five. So Allison's here <laughs> in Dallas, and she came to visit from D.C. And it's a Memorial Day weekend, and <laughs> we were going to a play at the Windsor Opera House. So it's a really fancy opera house, and her and I were all dressed up, makeup, hair, which does not happen often on this end of things. Neither on this end. <laughs> yeah, okay. It makes me feel better. <laughs> And we were going to meet my mom for dinner and then go to the play, the two of us. I was like, oh, we need gas. Let me stop and get gas. And this is crazy. This has never happened to me. So I'm pumping the gas and I hear the click that says it's done, you know, because I put it on the auto thing. And I go to pull out the handle 
And the gas just like sprays up and all over my dress and me. Like I'm covered in gasoline. (laughs) Yeah, it was everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the worst I've ever done was like when I lived in Chicago or probably it was Boston is like in the winter, I would have gloves on because it'd be so cold and sometimes like a little gas would spill on the gloves. But just a little gas smells. And so I just kept having this like panic attack of like, well, not panic, but I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just kept picturing the person next to me at the play for like three hours. <laughs> I mean, the fumes were very strong to admit, like you got in the car and it just it smelled like it does when you're outside of the gas station. So yeah. yeah, it was bad. So we went to the restaurant and met my mom and I went into the bathroom and it was well, this long dress. I'll post a picture. You guys have to look at it on the show notes. AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. I think this will be episode 25, I think. But the dress is kind of this pattern where you couldn't really tell that it was wet. So I went into the bathroom and I kid you not, I just pulled the dress up and I poured soap on it and like scrubbed it. And you couldn't tell it was wet except for me. I was obviously soaking wet. And then I took like wet wipes like all over my body. I like took a shower. This poor woman's waiting outside at Urban Taco. She's like, what is going on in there? I'm like, I'm just taking a shower. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom comes and she's like, yeah, no, it stinks. So my inspired action was to think fast and make it work. It was a Tim Gunn moment. So we were at Mockingbird Station, which has stores. And I was like, I'm going to go just look at Ann Taylor Loft and make it work. (laughs) It was actually kind of fun. I mean, we went over there and I was like, okay, I just need to be fast and I need to be effective and I need to find something that I'll like and wear later. And we did, right? We did it fast. Oh, absolutely. You went right to the racks and you found one because you also were looking for a longer dress because you knew that there was going to be a ton of air conditioning at the theater. So you had some limitation in what you were looking for, but yeah. You found it. My favorite part was uh, you putting on the dress and then just walking out to the cash register oh, I with know. it on. <laughs> I walked out to the cash register with like no shoes on. And I'm like, hi, can I buy this and just keep it on my body? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, I spilled gas on my dress. <laughs> she's looking at me like I'm insane. So she's cutting off my tag. And it was awesome. But it was great. And it seems really ridiculous. But I have to rate this a four because... It was gross, you guys. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it smelled. When we were in closed spaces, it was rough. And it was also a timing thing, too. Like, we weren't very late, but we were rushed because we needed to get to the theater before the show started at 8. Yeah. I mean, luckily, we left with plenty of time, which then I was also thinking about our advice about being early, which was awesome because we were early. Mm -hmm. And then we had enough time to eat and go shop. And we got there and got our champagne before we went in. So... It all worked out. But I mean, it's one of those things, I think, when you're in that situation to think fast and you just make a decision and go with it, which, you know, if you tend to be someone who spends a lot of time thinking like this can be a tough one, but sometimes life throws something at you and you just have to make it work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you did. You made it work. Yeah. So thanks for that. So I will post a picture of the whole fiasco. It was kind of fun. So I think Sarah will probably enjoy that one for social media. It wasn't quite a dressing room montage movie moment, but it was close. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? I bet the changing room stunk when we left. Oh, my gosh. Probably. Yeah. They probably could then. What is that? What is that strange smell? 
I just kept thinking, thank God no one can smoke like anywhere anymore because I do not need someone lighting up a lighter right now. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine someone's outside flicks a match at you? Yeah, you would have. That would have been it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> So we have an exciting announcement about the online Spark program. We're actually going to extend the $50 discount through June 15th. So the promo code is spring cleaning. And we'll tell you a little bit more about the program in a second. But I just wanted to let you guys know that we did extend it. If you go to AngelaWagnerCoaching.com, it'll give you all the details. We're going to take a little break right now and we're going to have a commercial from our sponsor, which is our Spark program. Isn't that cool? Super. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. So we've talked about it and that's what this podcast is based off of, but we just um, kind of reconcepted a lot of it. So if you go to AngelaWagnerCoaching.com and click on Spark, you can read all about it, but it's really like if you like what we talk about on this podcast and you want to do something, so it's one thing to listen and it's you can read books and which I do all the time. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, I know all this great information, but I need to, you know, like with the business, I finally hired a coach. I'm like, I need to hire a coach so that I will actually do these things that I know I should do. Um, so I think that it's such a great step for you to take in your life and doing something versus just thinking about it or reading about it. And what we do is you it's, it's all online. So you can do it at your own pace and you get access to all the content for six months. And the spark program also includes two really cool things. One is um, unlimited access to email for with me for the length of the program, which is a five week program. And then you also get three one-on-one -on -one sessions with me. So we'll Skype in and we can just do audio so you can totally be in your pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And I'll work with you on any of the things in the program or even in addition that you want to work on in your life. And it's a really awesome program because when you sign up, I'll send you a, or Nicole will probably send you a little survey that will really ask you to get clear on kind of what are the things that are working that aren't working in your life. And we help you with the different changing the different habits you want with, you know, figuring out what's going on with your time with um, we have a relaxation exercise every single week and it changes every week. So you learn all these amazing tools that you can then take into your life. So I would say invest in yourself and we're going to have a special spring clean offer because this is such a great time right before the summer because sometimes we can get into some pretty bad habits in the summer. We start drinking a lot of margaritas and like mm -hmm. sitting on patios. At least that's what we do in Dallas. Um, so it's a great way to get clear and start your summer in a healthy way. So if you go and you put in the promo code spring cleaning, you'll get $50 off and this will expire on June 1st first. So you only have a little bit of time to do it, but go ahead and join us. It's, it's a fairly, um, quick, you know, five weeks. It's not a lot of time for you and your life to commit to, but it's life changing. Definitely. You won't be sorry. Yeah. And that's like one of the things you started with at the studio was this program, right? Totally was first program that I did. And I think it is definitely what catapulted me into career change and big life changing steps, just kind of doing everything a little bit different and finding more about who I am. And now I operate from this whole new space of this new version of Nicole, which is a lot more fun because it's more me than I was 
before, which sounds crazy, but totally <laughs> how it all happened. Um, and this program just helps you to be accountable to yourself, like to do the things you want to do, set some new goals, try a lot of new things, and just really honor you, which we could all use a little more of. Oh, seriously. So yeah, so come join me, you guys. I, I love this work and I love sharing it. Okay, so we're going to move on to a really fun topic. And we actually talked about this, I don't know when, it was a while ago, one of the first episodes. And we talked about Allison specifically, because I think you wrote in, right? You wrote in asking a question about it. I did. I'd asked for ideas for acts of kindness because I was doing 40 of them and was just looking to see if I could get different ideas from you and Nicole. Yeah. And I think Sarah wrote a blog post and some ideas. So we'll post, we'll link to that in the show notes for this one. So if you guys want to read about that or go to that episode. So tell us a little bit about it. What is it? How did you come up with it? And all the details? Yeah, sure. Well, I, as Angela mentioned, turned 40 earlier this year. And as it was coming up, was trying to think of some way to, I don't know, not mark the occasion isn't quite the right term, but just something to do for it. I had a friend from college, she had turned 40 last November. And she had done a countdown before her birthday about 40 things she's thankful for. And so I thought that was kind of a, a cute idea. And I had another friend who's a photographer who had his 45th. And so he was posting 45 photos. So, you know, just some sort of countdown to the birthday. And then I have other friends that are doing a all 50 before 50 thing where they're trying to get to all 50 states before their 50th birthday. Oh, that's a good um, one. Yeah, it is. And so and of course, they've been doing it over a long period of time. So it was just it was on January 5th of this year, which is the anniversary of my dad's death and was just trying to think of something. I'm like, you know, I want to just do something for my 40th birthday. I want to do something that puts some good karma out in the world because there was a lot of negativity around that time. I live in Washington, D.C. So at the time we were preparing for a change in the administration. So I was like, you know, I just want to do something good. And on that day, it just happened to be a day that I was already volunteering with an organization that I work with every other month. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to do 40 acts of kindness before my 40th birthday. And today's going to be number one. And, you know, just trying to then coming up with the ideas. So that was kind of the hard part. I started in January 5th. So that was about four months, not even full four months before my birthday. So it's like, okay, well, that's 10 a month, a 10 a month, which ends up being, you know, two to three a week. I was like, I can do it. I did it, but it was challenging in some ways. I ended up doing a, a lot of uh, donations. The good news is, is there's a lot of people out there that are doing their own causes. They're doing races, they're doing fundraisers, they're doing things that are meaningful to them. So about half, I'd say, of my acts of kindness were helping out others in the things that they were donating and oh, doing. that's cool. So yeah. Yeah, because I was going to follow in your footsteps. You inspired me to do it. But then I kind of froze. And now I'm like, oh, gosh. So I need to hurry up because <laughs> you said you did it over four months. Yeah. And so you're under three at this point. So, mm. <laughs> okay, so I might need to get on it. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> you could do it to extend. Yeah, you could do it for the rest of the year oh, in your true. 40th year. <laughs> Well, I think my biggest concern is how to do it without spending just a ton of cash. Right. And that's the thing. And about, and as I said, about half of mine were donating to people's causes. 
So it, that does add up. But at the same time, I was like, look, I'm helping them do what's important to them. So, but there are some that you can do if you just have to plan for some of the less expensive or free ones. Examples is you can usually volunteer at for a, I do this, I volunteer for this organization that adopts out dogs and cats. So I go to their adoption events and I get to have a dog and have, people will come and you know, talk to me about the dog and see if they want to adopt it. So that's a free one. All it takes is time, you know, just takes a couple hours of your weekend, which really is not a big deal in the scheme of things. Another one that's something that I liked was Operation Smile does this thing where they they send care packages to service members, to recruits and to veterans groups, and they will throw in handwritten notes from people. So if you you just go to their website, they give you instructions and you can write notes to either recruits, actual service members, or veterans. And I did that as well, which was fun. And that really, all that, the cost in that is the cost it takes to ship it to Operation Smile in California, which is, you know, not as much in the big scheme of things. I had friends that were doing things with their kids that if I had had more time would be planning, but they had their kids make Valentine's for the children's hospital. Um, to, yeah, just kind of like things like that. I also, you know, you can volunteer your time at a bunch of different things. I found different volunteer organizations. There's a website called Volunteer Match. And you go to that website and you say what you're interested in. And it gives you a list of things in your area that people that are looking, there were different events, people that are looking for tutoring, people that are looking for even some interns to work in their offices or whatever. So there's ways to find you know, free volunteer opportunities where it's just your time, as opposed to just, you know, donating to a bunch of things or helping out. Another example is like Ronald McDonald House. Almost every city in the country has one of those. And they're, they look for people to volunteer and help in their kitchens or to volunteer their time and work at the centers. So there are things that you could do just to spend your time and not as much of your money. Did you blog about it or did you write it down? Well, I, I had a list of everything that I had done. And I basically, I would post either pictures or make posts from it on Instagram and Facebook. So that's mostly what I did for the things that I did. I didn't blog about it on my blog, but was just more so doing it with, I was taking a photo catalog as much as I could. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's fun. And I remember when I originally talked about this with Nicole, I said, like, I don't because she said, oh, we got to put it on social media. It'd be so great to share it. And I said, well, I just don't want to seem like narcissistic. Like, look at all these great things I'm doing. Because sometimes it can come across that way. But she was like, there's so much negativity right now. I love seeing that kind of stuff. So, And honestly, that's the feedback that I got. There were a lot of people on Facebook that were saying that, you know, I'm happy to see what you're doing. It seems like a great idea, you know, and even if it just makes person think like, oh, well, maybe what can I do? What is the one thing that I can do? And most of the acts of kindness I did were the bigger acts of kindness, you know, the bigger, like either time or money, and not the simpler ones, which you should be doing every day, like, you know, just helping out holding a door for someone with a baby carriage, or, right. <laughs> or like, as you mentioned, in your previous podcast, the example was, you know, making sure you put the grocery cart away. And maybe when you're putting your cart, grab someone else's and put it away. You know, just those, you could do those little things, or you could do the bigger ones. Yeah. Like one of my favorite ones is I volunteered at the cherry blossom 10 mile run, which happens at the end of the cherry blossom festival in Washington, DC every year. And I was at the finish line because I had several friends that were running the race. And so I volunteered to be at the finish line so that I could see them if I could, most of them. They gave me a bullhorn, Angela. 
Oh, they, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they asked, they said, well, who wants to have a bullhorn? Because our job at the finish line was to make sure that the runners, because there were thousands of people running the race. So our job was to make sure that people didn't stop as soon as they crossed the finish line, that they kept moving <laughs> so that the people behind them could finish strong and then keep walking. So I had a bullhorn, which basically the entire time I was saying like, congratulations, athletes, like, please keep moving through this finish area. There is water as you continue down. And yeah, then of course, I got bored with it. And so I was saying like, I know you just ran 10 miles, we're asking you to walk another 100 yards. So it was a fun time, though, I did get to see a couple of my friends. And uh, of course, then I was saying their name on my bullhorn. So um, but yeah, that was a fun one that the woman at the end asked if I'd come back next year and do it again. So it's oh, dangerous. Yeah, they loved you. They were like, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I have no shyness around a microphone or bullhorn. So <laughs> yeah, it was fun. And another one that I really liked um, that I, I was just thinking about, um, I brought a, I mean, it, it was money, but I bought an edible arrangement and then brought it to the um, local, my local fire department and dropped it off. And when I dropped it off, they said, you know what, this is great. Um, we get tons of cookies and cakes from people that bake us treats, you know, Girl Scout troops or whatever will bake them treats. But um, the guy said, he's like, no, he's like, this is what we really need. <laughs> Just fruit. And uh, because they, uh, they're uh, very fit in our area. So yeah, that was, uh, it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed the fact that I that I did that. And um, I have a friend of mine that volunteers for her EMT. And so I'd asked her, I'm like, well, will they take it from an adult that brings food? You know, like, cause you don't know, you know, they take stuff from kids when kids give it. I'm like, but would they think it's weird if an adult brings them some food? And she's like, nope. She's like, it's a firehouse. They'll appreciate whatever you give them. Oh yeah. So, I would think. Yeah. We talked yeah. about that too. Cause I was like, are we the weird ones that would bring fruit? So I was excited to hear that you brought fruit to them. Oh yeah. It was great. That's good. Well, yeah, I think I'll have to probably combine some of the smaller ones with the because I with the kids and work yeah. and stuff. I I don't have a ton of extra time, but I will I will do some research. And all these um, resources that you're talking about, Sarah will post in the show notes, so um, you guys can look it up and figure out some things in your area that you may want to do. And it doesn't have to be this big thing like you might not be turning 40. It doesn't have to be like a structured thing. But I do think, you know, this past year has been pretty intense, like (laughs) intense politically. And even if you aren't very political, it's like all of a sudden everyone is political. And I don't know, I just feel like the world and we all need more kindness in spreading it. Exactly. Like if you're a member of a church organization and you're not volunteering, I'm sure you could ask the leaders in your church or in your group, just if they know of anyone that needs help or, you know, wants help, even if it's, you know, just helping on a Sunday, like clean your church or elementary school playground. There are things that you can do that I'm sure will be appreciated by your area. And again, yeah, it doesn't have to be 40, but just, you know, one thing. And it's a great family activity to get people involved and to get them to do stuff together, to give back to the community. Yeah, that's, I have been actually thinking about that a lot. I had a yoga client who was really well off, but she didn't grow up that way. She grew up really poor. And she's just like one of the kindest souls. And so she has two little boys and she would always talk about how she doesn't want, I mean, they lived in like a 10,000 square foot home, but she made her boys share a room. (laughs) I loved it. And so, you know, she wanted them to grow up with a sense of gratitude and caring for others. And so 
or for each holiday, instead of making it all just about gifts they got, they would go and volunteer their time and they would give gifts to kids in need and just all kinds of things. And I remember this is before I had kids and I thought, wow, I really, really want to be like that when I'm a parent, you know? And I think if you can start kids at a young age, really thinking about others, that's a really helpful thing. So that's something that I've been collecting toys and um, all kinds of things and putting them away. So especially around the holidays, I'm going to look up some stuff that I can do with the kids and have them start learning about it too. Exactly. Like our friend Meredith from high school with her, she has twins that are seven and they at Christmas, they'll put toys in a bag and then Santa takes those toys away to give them to kids in need as well. So yeah, it's just in the same thing, right? I agree. It's just trying to get our, uh, get them involved and just realizing that they can help people too. So, um, and have in, in encouraging that giving spirit is just a, I think a a good thing, not just in the world right now, but it's a good thing all the time, but especially now. Yeah. I remember when I had Luke, uh, I just kept thinking if I can raise him to be a kind person, I've done my job. And that, that's like, and that still is my number one focus for my kids is, you know, whatever school you go to, whatever, all that stuff that seems to be like on the forefront of a lot of people's minds just has never really been that important to me. And it's not that I don't want my kids to get a good education or that those things aren't valuable. Of course they are. But in the end, I think, you know, being a good person will get you everywhere in life. All of those things fall into play when you live from that space. So I love this idea. And I I do think too, like what you're doing is such a big and bold expression of it. And you're modeling the fact that it does take work and like the little things make a huge difference. So big or small, but all of it takes work, you know? So I had a friend that used to say like, well, you're so good at sending thank you notes and birthday cards and I'm just not good at it. And I was like, well, I wasn't like born with like a gene that was (laughs) just automatically sends cards. Like it's actually work. I have a birthday alarm. I go to birthdayalarm.com, which I can post and I, you know, post those. And for my staff, I have Nicole look every month. She sends me the list and I make up all the cards at the beginning of the month. So it's very intentional. You know, it's not something that I just have. I mean, I don't remember everyone's birthdays, so, but I think it's like if it's something's important to you, being kind, sending cards, doing whatever, then I think it's our duty to be committed to it and to put an effort behind it versus saying like, oh, well, I'm just not good at it. You know? Exactly. Exactly. It is that kind of, you know, and it's, it's what's important to you. What effort do you want to make a priority in your life? So I think it's good to do to evaluate for you what's important for you and to make that and you're right, it's not easy. But also, you get so much out of it too. Like I'm now volunteering all the time with this organization for shelter dogs in DC area. I've done probably a half dozen or so events (laughs) in the last few months, just because it's fun to get to you know, be at these events with puppies and dogs and cats. And so I'm getting a lot out of it as well. So. Oh, that's so cool. Do you have any pictures of you at the shelter? No, I don't have any pictures because I usually keep my phone away, but I'll check it out. But it's uh, the one, there's several in the DC area, but I work with the Lucky Dog Animal Rescue. So, and they're fantastic. And now they do, they have lucky cats as well. But yeah, no photos. I'm just at the different events because they have them every weekend, couple a weekend. So Um, My building is a pet-free building, and I'm a pet lover. So (laughs) it's how I get in my my fix of animals, too. So Oh, yeah, that's such a great way. Okay, so do you have any, I mean, I know you've probably touched on this already, but any specific 
advice or parting words for someone that wants to do something similar or things you've learned? Yeah, I think if somebody wants to do something similar, you know, just jump in and do it. Just try. You're committing to make your effort to try because even if you don't get to 40 or to whatever number you want, you're still putting good out in the world. (laughs) So, you know, and finding the right opportunity for you, there are several different things you could look at and websites you could look at to find different organizations and things that you can get involved in and just jump in. But don't worry about starting big, start small, you know, start just looking at what is immediately around you. Maybe there's an elderly neighbor you have that might need help mowing their lawn or something like that, or shoveling snow if you're not in Dallas, (laughs) just things like that, where you can just, you know, think like, what can I do for someone in my immediate vicinity? And what can I do for my friends and my and my neighbors? And it can grow from there. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's true. Like the Jessica, who I've talked about a lot, who helped us with the kitchen, she would come over, you know, doing all this stuff and she would text me and be like, what can I get you at Starbucks? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like you, you, right. You are doing all this extra work for me for free and you're bringing me coffee. And so when the next time I went to Starbucks, I texted her and her business partner, they work out of her house. And so I was like, okay, please tell me you and Lisa are home. What do you want for coffee? And so I just dropped it off at their doorstep. But I mean, and they were like, this is the best thing ever. I'm like, that's how I felt. You know, it's so sometimes it's just so simple. Exactly. Just something small and thoughtful for a friend or a neighbor, just something like if you're out, you know, I don't know, getting your mail or something, maybe get your neighbor's mail and bring it to their house or, you know, just something like you could start very small. Even if you're walking on the street and you see some trash, pick it up. Like that's, you know, something very small that everyone can do that you feel like you're doing some good in the world. It is that we've talked about that one before and I have gotten like way more aware of that. And I, my husband thinks I'm crazy, but I'm picking up trash all the time now. So I, I know great. it's like, you know, I was walking to a hockey game one night and there was just a McDonald's bag flying in the wind. So it's like, you know, it looked like somebody had literally just gotten it from McDonald's and had just, you know, had blown away. So it's like, all right, well, I just stopped it with my foot, picked it up and threw it in the trash. And then some guys were just looking at me, but then I saw them bend over and pick something up. You know, it's something that is, it's contagious, you know, acting, doing kindness for others is something that people will see you do and then think of something maybe they could do. Ooh, contagious. That is an excellent word. So if you guys are doing some of these random acts of kindness or not so random acts of kindness, you know, send them in podcast at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. We would love to feature some of them on our blog and on our social media, send us some fun photos. And if you guys really any questions you have, or if you want to contribute a sucky moment of the week, send in your questions or sucky moments to podcast at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. <laughs> Anything about habit change, time management, exercise, organizing, I'm obsessed with organizing or simply being more inspired. We just love ideas. And we love to hear what everyone's doing. Like I love, love, love getting emails and texts and all that good stuff from you guys. So keep them coming. And as a podcast listener, I like listening to everyone's questions and stories. So <laughs> I know. Yes. So please like that, that could be your act of kindness is sharing with us. And then when you share with us, we can share with so many more people through the podcast. So it, it helps more people than you realize when you share. 
Okay, so we have a few finishing quick segments. I don't even know if we should call them segments, but the shout out this week goes to one of my best friends, Allison, for being such a good friend. We have been friends, as we talked about, forever, and I really can't describe how committed Allison is as a friend. She's just like the person that's always, always there for me on all levels, and we have some pretty crazy memories, good and bad. I mean, we were in Mexico in a hurricane. That was interesting. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> that was, yeah, we, we won't go into that now. But you've always been there for me in such a big and real way. And I love you so much. And it's just really fun to have you here this weekend. And it's funny because I'm like, oh, well, now you can be a guest on our podcast, which makes no sense because we do that over the computer and you're in the other room and we could totally do this from DC. But it's more fun when you're next door. <laughs> agreed, agreed. So my try this is related to friendship. And as I said, there's just nothing like an old friend, you know, I mean, you could not talk for months and pick up like nothing, like no time has passed, you cannot wear your makeup, you can be cranky, and they still love you. So my try this is to call an old friend who you haven't connected with in a while and set up a coffee date or you could do a Skype date if they don't live close or a phone call and make it a priority to work on the friendships that matter in your life. Because again, that's another thing that that's something my parents taught me from a very young age is that you have to work at your friendships. And so just call somebody that you love who you haven't talked to in a while. It'll make everybody feel good. Absolutely. I'm trying to think. I'm like, who's on my list now? There'll be a few. I know. I know. So if Robin's listening, I'll be calling you. <laughs> Robin and Jenny, I need to call them. <laughs> I was going to say, well, we've been talking about them all weekend. So <laughs> I know they're always at all the big events with us. They, they're two of my, my other bridesmaids and Becca, but Becca's in town. So I get to talk to her a little bit more. But um, all right. I think that's it for us. Allison, thank you so much for being here. I am thrilled to be here with you and with your podcast audience. I know. How weird will it be this uh, next week when you're listening to yourself? <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be really strange. That's going to be a little bit surreal. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool, though. The first couple of times I did, I was like, oh, this is weird. But <laughs> well, this will be the very first time for me. So <laughs> yeah, so it'll be weird. All right, y'all. Well, you guys have such a great week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Spark. If you have a few extra minutes, please do an act of kindness and leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends and share this podcast because it really, really helps us out. You can find the show notes and Sarah's awesome blog posts at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Coach A Wags. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.